0: Today on the Role Players, we are excited to have a special guest by phone. Join us by phone, right? guests plural. Guests plural. Yeah, one of our uh, big, big fan of our show. So we're honored that fans of our show want to call into our show. Oh, they plug us more than anybody, more yeah. than we do. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, none other than the the premier source for football, high school football information in Cherokee County. Cherokee County, Cedarwood Tavern. Mickey Eubanks and Von Brown, welcome to the show, guys.
1: Thank you, guys. for Thanks having me,
0: Hey, well, one, um, I, I know it's, it's hot and, and, and sticky, man. Is it, is it preparation time for high school football, or are we calling you guys way too early?
1: Oh, God. Uh, Mickey and I feel like we're a little bit behind. I saw Tyler win today, but Mickey and I, and I told him the same thing. I was like, you know, you guys, the, the teams are out there busting their butts, Uh, Mickey and I have to join that very soon because we feel like we're a little behind for this point in the season Mm -hmm. so uh, that's very true we're we're gonna have to get in shape also like all the teams now you know Cherokee County everybody's at camp everybody's busting their rear ends. you know we saw Coach Shaw over the weekend and you know and Vaughn and I are like like you said we're we're a step off we're we're a day behind so we we've got to get in shape also and and whip this thing around but you know we're still talking to coaches and we got our got our finger on the pole slightly
0: (laughs) (laughs) so let's let's take a step back and you know we we won't we i did an interview on a different podcast with you guys last year um but uh cedarwood tavern I, i i'll tell you guys a quick story we were at a uh a, a basketball function, and and we were playing guess what your coach's favorite such-and-such such is, and uh, one of my players, they were like, well, what's Coach Archer's favorite restaurant? One of my players said, Cedarwood Tavern, and I was like, mm, it's not quite a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, there is food at the tavern from time to time, but can, can you tell us how, how the idea of Cedarwood Tavern came about? What's the history so some of our listeners might, or, or even some of your fans might kind of understand how you guys started out?
1: Go ahead, Vern. Yeah, yeah, and then and Mickey can add on because he was there from the beginning. So I, you know, I'll I'll kick it, and then uh, Mickey can add kind of his his two cents there too. But no, you know the 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 first step of it was finishing my basement in my house. So Cedarwood Tavern is not a restaurant; it's not a tavern. It's a basement in a house. Uh, we cannot give that address because uh, it is in high demand. But um, so the first piece of it was finishing the basement that was about 2016 um we got the football season that year we had some fun in the tavern over the summer we get the football season in uh 2016 so we're talking august we're uh we're hanging out there the first friday night of the season we're hanging out till uh, pretty pretty late in the evening and we watched all the the high school football shows that night and you know, Fox 5 in your face, all that stuff, and, and watched them all. And I don't think we heard a Cherokee County team mentioned, um, shown anything. And, you know, we kind of finished the night up, and, and Coleman Rudolph was over there, who's a defensive line coach at Blessed Trinity. And he goes, you know, what do you, why don't you guys do something? You know, there's technology out there. You know, you guys love football, you like talking about it. We just sat here and talked about it for four hours tonight why don't you do something? And literally the next week we had it figured out. Well, I won't say we had it figured out because I still don't think we do, but you know, we, we knew that the technology we wanted to use, Twitter and Periscope, uh, we, we, we you know, went and got a, a tripod, had some speakers, had some mics, and uh, there you go. And you know, it, it was just kind of me and Mick at first, and, and Chief, uh, Keith Boley was our production manager helping us get set up and everything. But at that point... You know the coaches weren't really sure what what this was about. They were a little probably skeptical, but I'll tell you, um, Jeremy Adams at Cherokee and uh, and Matt Kate, um kind of went to Coach Shaw for us and said, "Hey, these guys are uh, the stand up guys. They're you know they're doing it for the right reasons." And all this, and from that day forward, Josh Shaw was all in with us uh, from day one. And then Brent Buddy, who we quickly got a relationship with at Woodstock, um, just kind of jumped in as well. So those two guys, not that everybody wasn't great from the beginning, uh, but those two guys really helped us kind of get the ball rolling, kind of get some confidence, show up at, you know, we're showing up at a stadium with two uh, two bar stools and a tripod, and people are looking <laughs> at us like we're crazy. Um, but man, it just kind of took off, and we started learning our stuff and studying a little bit, and and had fun talking about it.
0: Uh, um, Nailed it,
1: you know. We, it, it's it's definitely our personalities. You know, Vaughn and I are just we're introverts. We're so shy. <laughs> so
0: it, it's, we're we're
1: wallflowers. Hardly get us to say two words, you know, which is just a complete absolute lie. So I, I would say Vaughn and I are exactly the same. Just. If there's somebody that's voted wittiest in their high school class, it's probably me and Vaughn and, you know, class clown 100%. And we just feed off of each other and just – and then once, you know, that, at their very first show, you know, we're, we're recording this and we're we're talking about high school football in Cherokee County. We're like, you know, we are sweating. We're just so nervous. And we, <laughs> we get done and we look at each other and we're like – well, what was that about 20 minutes and then chief looks down at the phone he says eh, that was five minutes <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> so, and it, it made us want to research so we're on the computer and we're we're calling coaches and we're calling ad's at schools and we're we we don't want to be those guys just come up with just false information so It made us want to be better and have more knowledge about what we're talking about instead of just Vaughn much more than I. You know, I I provide the the comic relief, but, you know, Vaughn is definitely spot on. He makes notes every week. He's sending me stuff, and I went, that's too much information.
0: (laughs) Well, good good deal. So, what what's the reception been like? I know um, year one it kind of flies under the radar, and then all of a sudden I'm like, wait a minute, I know these guys. Are they? What what is this show all about? Um, and it's and if you haven't checked it out, first of all, let's take a step back. How can we find the show? I mean, when do you guys premiere? How do you broadcast it? How do we get old episodes? Is there a way for, for for your for it's anybody to go back and see maybe the the Justin Fields interview or or a uh, uh, you know playoff interview or, or, or interview with coach buddy or coach Win or coach teeter or, or, or something like that
1: it yeah, would love for everybody to go back and look all through i think we're over uh, I, I looked the other day I'm, I'm pretty sure we're like 120 shows in w- within periscope so um follow us on twitter at cedarwood tavern at cedarwood tavern on twitter um ideally follow us which this is also a Twitter app uh, uh, Periscope is part of Twitter now But if you follow us on Periscope as well uh, You kind of get updates And it tells you kind of when we go live Twitter will do the same thing So when we hit go live on Periscope um, You get notified um, uh, If you're following us And then you just click it And there you go Now the, the best way to find um, Interviews and, and previous shows Would be just to, to, to log on to Periscope Which is an app very similar to uh, Twitter, just a Periscope app. And uh, same thing, at Cedarwood Tavern. And then you can find all 120 kind of logged in there. Now, we try to title them as good as we can. Sometimes we're running late and we, we throw something in there to get live at 630 or whatever. Um, but they should be titled and, and categorized pretty well to, to find them. Obviously, the the first one's at the top and the, the, the most uh, recent at the bottom. Uh, but, yeah, go back and look at any. You know, Justin Fields, I'm pretty sure – um, we we titled that one correctly because we uh we we kind of wanted to grow with that one a little bit but yeah we're at uh, i think 120 shows total now
0: wow and that's just about everything like that's you what said, I said, mickey i mean you're talking about what he gives you two two weeks off during the during the season so you guys are humping it with <laughs> that's uh that's
1: that was that was last year i i think i had a little bit of that PTO revoke. Because I took that two weeks so early, so I'm I'm back to only one week this year. Oh boy, <laughs> always assessing. We're always assessing of what's going to work. But yeah, you know, t- when you're doing two shows a night on Fridays, we do a, a pregame show and a postgame, and then you know we've been fortunate. And and so you asked a little bit about the what's the reception been, and you know the the Cherokee Gridiron Club and Dan Carmichael have been wonderful to us. They've invited us up to the Gridiron Banquet. The last two years, and you know, Mickey and I show up in suits uh, and suit and tie, and we're like, "How in the world did this happen?" I mean, we <laughs> built a basement, we named it Cedarwood Tavern, we started covering football, and now we're you know in a coat and tie interviewing. Uh, and this, you know, the first year at the Gridiron Banquet, and Mickey can attest to this. We uh, we weren't sure what we were going to do, what, what we were going to ask. This year, we went a little bit more red carpet style, and I think Mickey, what we interview like probably eight to ten total guest, and just had a blast, I mean, literally for 45 minutes, just had a blast with it. You know, the, the first year was a little bit more of, you know, everybody's kind of looking at it. it's like, who are these two, you <laughs> know, and then, you know, now it's this year, and everybody's like, oh, that's Cedarwood Tavern, and so we, we kind of had a little bit of a line over there, people trying to want to come on and say uh-huh. hello, and, you know, get on the Twitter app, and we just Man, it's just been fantastic. Everybody's just—all the coaches have been have been great. A little bit better every single year. Not talking to a, a friend tonight. Brian Kaprowski was saying, "Hey, you know, Coach Teeter is giving you guys big love. You know, over at Sequoia High School. You know, talking about our uh, our upcoming charity, our uh, our school uh, benefit that we're doing."
2: Talk to us about that. What What is the charity? When is it?
1: So we've got so all... The, uh, I, go ahead, Mick. Come on. Come on, come on Vaughn. I, I was just going to say, and then you kind of cover that. You know, all the boxes, uh, so School Supply Drive uh, finished up uh, with the grand finale wing-eating contest at Johnny's Pizza in Hickory Flat. Um, so it's... You know, some fun around the wing eating contest, which also goes, you know, kind of plays a part in the overall winner. Uh, but the the main foundation of it is a school supply drive for Cherokee County, uh, driven through the high schools, driven through the six football teams. Um, and it benefits, you know, all that collected. I think it was over 3,000 school supplies last year. Uh, stays in Cherokee County. We hand it over to Deb Murdoch, and uh, she distributes it uh, as as she sees fit and the county sees fit. Um, So all the boxes have been delivered as of uh, this evening. So uh, each school has a box at their field house locker room with their name on it and what school supplies we're looking for. And that'll be, man, a week from tomorrow night, 7 p.m. next Thursday, the 26th at Johnny's Pizza Hickory Flat. We're also going to give some additional points for spirit and and who brings the most uh, students and fans out in their school colors. And, man, we're just – Last year, again, this is kind of like the gridiron banquet. Last year, we weren't sure what to expect, you know, how many people were going to show up, five or ten or a hundred. This year, you know, we've got a a year under our belt. So we're just – Nikki and I are just going to sit back and have a blast with this one too. Well, I uh, I mean, you got to give a lot of love to what River Ridge is bringing with this. Man, these guys are serious about some school supplies. I mean, they they will be bringing it. Uh, Miss Belinda Jenkins over there, dude, always on top of it. Got to see Tyler when I dropped off the box today. They were doing some throwing up on the practice field, and he, uh, you know, he he knows he, he knows that if there's one week out, he's confident they're going to uh, repeat and and continue with the trophy. It's a pretty nice darn trophy they got. But even just in case he's driving around with it in his in his truck, just to enjoy it over this last <laughs> week and a half, and uh, you know, from an and, and, and honestly, everybody's been promoting it so much more than last year. So I think it's going to be one a big turnout at Johnny's. Uh, two, I think there's going to be more wings eaten, and uh, three, I think we're going to collect a lot more school supplies than we did in 2017. That's awesome.
0: That's that's great. Now, just for the record, River Ridge won that and Coach Ben Ferris didn't have to eat any wings to win that, right? That's that's correct, right?
1: <laughs> that, that is correct, but um, a River Ridge coach, Coach Davis, made the recommendation this year through Twitter that uh, we include coaches, so with that recommendation there, there will be two players this year uh, same as last, they'll eat for two minutes each, uh, they'll tag out uh, the other one weeps for two minutes, and then there's an anchor. There's a coach anchoring the whole thing now. So then the coach steps in for that last minute um, and, and sees if they can push it over the edge. So I told Tyler today, since it was Coach Davis's recommendation mm-hmm. that uh, – he should be representing River
2: Ridge. What's the what the, what are the rules there with the chicken wing cuz you see different people eat their wings different ways and some people leave a lot on there and consider it done. Do you have guidelines? Are y'all going to be closely watching and judging what is a completely eaten wing and how does that work out? Is there ever any controversy or anything?
1: Oh, we've got hawks all on <laughs> this thing. This team has got Somebody monitoring, and we're like, uh-uh, that's a no-go. You, still, you know, just like in golf, you know, the old saying, a lot of chicken left on that bone. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: you gotta, gotta, gotta. <laughs> clean that up. I
2: would think it. that would get competitive. Yeah. What was the now, record I, last I, year, the winners? We, how much did they eat? Not
1: nearly as much as we thought. Uh, you know, we had Wayne um, and, and – Wayne's, Wayne is gracious. He, he jumped on that opportunity last year when we presented it to him and said, Hey, you know, come on, the restaurant's yours. Um, I'll provide the wings. And he's doing the same this year. But I think we had 300, 400 wings ready last year. And the, uh, the, the guys, the kids, man, they didn't, they, they disappointed a little bit. They, they didn't eat nearly as much as we thought they were going to uh but River Ridge did uh, I think actually Etowah may have won the, the the total wings uh but when you took the points the the way we had the system set up River Ridge was second in wings and and blew everybody out in school supply, so they were the champion but um yeah I think the, the maybe 30 uh 30 wings 35 wings for a for a team over 2 minutes or 4 minutes okay
0: that's
1: exactly yep. right
0: a uh, twist to the to the uh to the wing eating contest with coaches and I would uh I mean I, I there's a, a handful of coaches in 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 Cherokee County I, I, I'd love to see Coach Davis who you mentioned I'd love to see Coach Sheehan over at Woodstock to see if he can throw down some wings how he, about hey, he,
2: assistant coach Zach Blanchard a friend of mine at
0: what's uh Cherokee okay. he could eat some wings I mean there's there's a recommendation so if you're if you guys are running around we've thrown out I mean I know Coach Davis at Riverridge but Coach Blanchard, uh, uh, a friend of Daniel's, uh, Coach Sheehan, a friend, a friend of mine, if, if you can reach out to those guys and say, look, you've been called out by the role players because we don't think you can eat wings.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't want to give any secrets away, but I'm pretty sure uh, Coach Blanchard has been nominated and signed up to represent. So um, I'm, I'm about 100% on that. I'm
2: looking forward to. It. I'm sure he could pack some away. I'm sure he could. Talking about, I, I was curious to to y'all. Y'all been to all these different, uh, you know, the stadiums, all of the different high schools. What would you say? I know it's kind of putting you on the spot. We don't want to put anyone down, but the best atmosphere, game night atmosphere. What would y'all say in your opinion of the Cherokee County High Schools that you've been in? It could be one specific game, or it could be just week to week. What would you say? Man,
1: uh, and, I, for me, I know it's it's a little different for for fun. So I've got really got two two top Creekview. Just man, they bring it. Those kids, every and the stands are full. It's just great, great atmosphere. They they bring it, and Woodstock ain't no slouch either. I mean, those two, those are my top two right there. You know everybody else is a little, you know, they're a little more concerned about the the, the social event which which sometimes the football games can be, but a uh, Creekview is into it, one hundred percent, and and the Woodstock kids are in it. I echo that, uh, and you know from a from a student section and fan base, you know, you got and then you got the stadium aspect of it. Cherokee just. You know, the, the old, you're, you know, you're, the, the bleachers are all over the field with no track up there. And I, for, for me, and Nikki and, uh, was right there beside me, was the best single game atmosphere I've been to in Cherokee County was uh, two years ago, uh, Woodstock at Cherokee, the triple mm-hmm. overtime game. And, and even take the triple overtime out of it. Just both fan bases, the stadium that could not have held an, uh, another person, uh, both student sections did a great job. That was just, it was phenomenal. And that was early, you know, That for us, you know, we're still kind of like, why, how are we
0: even on the sideline here?
1: Um, and and looking around at that was just probably the, the best atmosphere I've seen in Cherokee County. Yeah.
0: You you guys mentioned, and I, I want to jump back to to. I know you guys are the on-air talent, um, and so we, as they say in the in the business, right, the face of the Cedarwood Tavern. But who you, you mentioned, Chief Foley? Is there anybody else that's running in the background with you guys that helps you know set up? Maybe a roadie or something like that. What who who were the people behind the scenes at, at Cedarwood Tavern at the production of that show?
1: Well, Art Mosley, um, who we're talking to here, definitely. Um, is always ready. You know, like we said, uh, you know, Mickey and I, I think the first year we did every Friday night in 2016 because it was kind of new. And, man, we just we felt like we needed to be there and get it launched. Last year, you know, I had some Fridays off where I was out of town. Mickey had some. And uh, you, uh, Art, you, you know, you're always ready to go, and you step in and we don't miss a beat. You know, I watched over at Woodstock when you and Mickey rolled with it same thing we don't you know there's just no beat missed and and uh you jumped right in there same at, at the harrison at sequoia with the justin fields interview boom you know we just knocked it out um so thank you for everything you do for us um and you guys promote this and then you standing in for on-air talent when uh, when mickey and i can't be there and then jeff wells does jeff wells you know was a booster club president at sequoia when the, the year we started so he had you know obviously a ton of duties there last year his son mac wells goes up to barry to play uh so jeff stepped in really in the first half of the season he was kind of the roadie number one uh with, with keith doing all the production management and then about midway through the season you know jeff was just too valuable uh we promoted him to director of cedarwood tavern and that's where he came in with the back to school drive the coat drive back in uh, december and and has kind of the a lot of the ideas around the give back and the, the creative side of it. So um, they've just been phenomenal. And then obviously, you know, our wives, you know, to put up with it in the first place, but they do a oh ton my. for us and just uh, and help us out and encourage us. And, and they're fine if we uh, roll out of the house at 530 on a, a Friday to get over to Etowar or Woodstock or wherever. So, yeah, and there's a, there's a ton more than that. Mickey, anybody I'm, I'm missing? You know, we've got this. It's it's really the whole crew. I mean, they, well, like you said, the wives set up the dinner and, you know, and, and, having, you know, contact like, uh, Coleman Rudolph to, to get us in touch with guys like Ricky Turner over at blessed Trinity. You know, if we, if we happen to, to roll out of County, you know, and everybody, you know, art, like you said, is huge, you know, stepping in on a, a moment's notice, um, I mean just everybody associated with it and man we just we we have a great group that supports and and really helps us do what we like to do
0: that that is great and thanks for the kind words it is always a treat uh to be a to make a guest appearance a couple more i got a, a one or two more questions then i know daniel's got some more football related questions for you guys county related um and i i guess i'm just going to ask one more um Third, you guys are in the third season. Is there anything new that we can kind of tease, or you can kind of tease for your show, or or, um, or or is everything under wraps right now when, until uh, August seventeenth? Uh,
1: I don't think we can reveal anything just yet. You know, new season. There's going to be uh, you know new set designs, new music. You know, and it you know some things need to be a surprise art. Right? You can't just <laughs> Give away everything at one time. <laughs> Echo that.
0: Fair, fair enough. I'm, you know, I've, I've got to ask the tough questions because our listeners, all, all 27 of them, want to know <laughs> the, the tough, the tough well, questions. And, and
1: on, but honestly, the, the, but the, you know, the reality on top of that too, though, is like, you know, hey, we sit there at the tavern and we throw bounce things off the wall nonstop, and you know, at, at the end of the day, and this is what Coach Shaw and Coach Buddy said from day one it's like i don't care who they are and you know what their intentions are necessarily if they're 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 willing to volunteer basically and promote my kids my team my program hey come on show up you you, you'll be on the field with us you know show up to practice you can walk wherever you want all access and you know so we have to always remember right that you know we'd like to get more creative and do this and maybe the technology changes but at the end of the day, it's about promoting and uh, and and really talking about kids playing football in Cherokee County. Uh, talking about the programs, you know, we're critical here and there, um, and, and you, know, you, you kind of have to be, right? I mean, uh, we're critical every now and then, but at, uh, the, the really the back the, the philosophy of it is to promote these kids in Cherokee County that bust their butt. So, uh, you know, that's that's we, we just want to keep doing that as good as we can, and then.
0: Like Mickey said, there'll be some wrinkles this year. Absolutely. Daniel, I, th- I think you had a couple questions for for the guys at Cedarwood Tavern.
2: Yeah, kind of the same as I was asking about the best atmosphere, best game you've been at. But what over the last couple years when you've been doing it, is is there any single individual performance or player that you could say at the top of your list just blew you all away? If you could rank and, and say, is there anybody that, that when you all went to see just sort of jumped out and that you would put at the top of your – like individual performance list.
1: Man, I think about Noah Frith, uh, Just, just being able to, to, to see that kid, you know, just the connection that he and Garrett Bass had last year, and you know, and and Noah really wasn't on a whole lot of kids' radar. I mean, a whole lot of anyone's radar. I mean, I know he was on Coach Buddy's and Garrett Bass's radar, but I mean, to to watch what that kid did. Last year, especially after Lewis Hall went down, and you you knew who they were going to, he still showed up and he still played fantastic. So he was he was one. I mean, against Sequoia, against so many teams, Noah Frith was. I mean, he's not athlete of the year in Cherokee County for nothing. I, and Nikki, you you took it off my tongue too. And not and not to pile on with Woodstock, but you know I thought uh, to me Latrell Bankston, you know, on the defensive line was in in just a disruptor that you don't see a lot of um, necessarily in Cherokee County. Just how disruptive uh, that kid was uh, during practice, during scrimmage, during games. You know, we we uh, that last year I guess was our first year doing spring football and and we were i think at woodstock maybe the second practice we went to uh for the spring you know and we're watching three linemen legit offensive linemen try to block latrell Banksman during some drills and it was impossible for them to do that um and then you know one that stands out to me um and i think coach shaw felt the pain of losing this kid last year was just um a jack carroll type kid at that cherokee that you know man his motor never stopped you know they ended up putting him in at wildcat throwing some passes and i mean you know they had a great year and you know that was that's a tough loss to lose a kid like that that does so much for you i don't think he ever came to the field uh besides some offensive plays here and there but you know just a, a kid like jack carroll that you know and he's up at barry as well now um and he's gonna have a great career there but uh there's a there's a ton that stand out and i know we can't talk about all of them tonight but uh you know, we'll uh, we'll mention them during the year this year on Cedarwood.
2: That Do y'all think that just the overall talent level in the county, how it's how it's come along? I know it's not you know down in Cobb, you've got all the you know four star, five star, all that you know D one guys, but in, in terms of overall talent in Cherokee, have y'all seen that? Um, just kind of the level raising and 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 improving. And where do you do you, do you see it to continue to do that and sort of a talent infusion with guys that'll be getting more offers, you know, that sort of thing.
1: I mean, what I've seen is the last last year and the year before. You know, I think the year before there was
2: it was
1: a lot of talent, a tremendous amount of talent. Uh, you know, I think two years ago more so than last year, and I think. This year, maybe not even as much as it was last year. This is all an opinion. You know, I, I'm not out there, and and I know you you can't really account for for heart that these kids are putting into it. But you know, it's it's hard to compete with the the Grayson and you know the the all the Gwinnett County schools. You know, there there's some great kids out there. There there's no doubt about it, but. As far as from what I see and and what I I talk to some coaches from what I see I, on that level, you know there there's some good kids, but it's it's few and, and far between that we have those those five star those those blue chip guys. Yeah, I, I, you know it is, and I don't think like if you look at Gwinnett County, you know whatever it is, something in the water, what it is. You know, and and a couple coaches have even said this because you know we talked about you know uh, a uh, uh, even a Noah Frith, that you know just you look at this kid and you see the no, he broke the county record for for receiving yards in a season. He's six four. He jumps out the gym. You know, just athletic um, athlete of the year scored fifty two points in a basketball game. Like you know, why is Georgia not? Why is why are some of these uh, power five schools not coming after him and? You know, they're they're not, for some reason, the Cherokee County kids aren't necessarily coming into high school as a freshman, you know, ready to just knock it out of the park on varsity. You know, a lot of them are like, hey, I you know, take my, my year on JV, you know, maybe play as a sophomore, you know, have a bigger impact as a junior and senior. But, you know, in reality, you know, the college coaches, you know, they're recruiting they're looking – they're looking for those freshmen that they can kind of follow through high school. And, you know, we just don't have that yet. I think mm-hmm. we'll get there. I think we're getting more mature kids coming in um, to to, uh, to high school, a little closer to ready to play as freshmen, but um, not all the way there yet. But, you know, it, 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 you've always got some that are just uh, stand out and kind of shake your head that, you know, they don't have maybe bigger offers than they do. But, you know, in the same time, Cherokee County is sending a ton of kids um, to all levels of of, uh, of college football, and it's great to see. And I think you'll see you'll continue to see that trend go up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, great example is is Noah Sherburn going to Tiffin University. I mean, great kid. You know what? Pretty good school up in Ohio. So you can always, you know, Noah graduated from Sequoia last year. So you know, Cherokee has. A, we do a lot of D two and D three kids. It's just uh, they'll get there. They're they're definitely getting better, and the the need, or I, I guess the the urgency for these kids to to do what it takes to to get to the next level is uh, is is definitely growing in Cherokee County. Gotcha. Yep.
2: None of the Cherokee schools out there recruiting. They have a Kenyatta Watson right out there, like pulling guys. Like now, right? that now you said it,
1: that's exactly right.
2: <laughs> yeah, and Art, you had y'all had to deal with that with uh, Jordan. Right? Yeah, we we getting we, poached. We
0: got poached uh, in basketball a couple of years ago, but uh, and I, it, you know, we, we hear that from a lot of coaches, or, or you you see that on social media a lot of times. You just coaches. You know, from for our other show, I had a an issue in Southeast Georgia. I got a response from a coach said, "Look, you know, ninety uh, percent of my offense is, has graduated, or, or they transferred out?" And uh, you know, that's yep. it's kind of sad to see that. You you you, you do like, and, and it's just I guess it's a mentality nowadays. But you like to, to see the kids play in their neighborhood, and and you know, if you grew up at at, at uh, you know at going to to tucker then play at tucker don't transfer to dunwoody or and i'm just using that you know dekabb county that's a county that has i think school sure. choice you know so you, you you can probably get a lot more of that that there but it doesn't prevent you know a lot of move ins move outs and and uh, was it kurt taylor at uh, newton county uh last uh, two years ago what won a state title at grayson uh, transferred over to grayson won a state mm-hmm. title and then before you know, right after the season, transfer back to Newton County to because to, he said he wanted to be with his friends. Yeah, and that was, was shameless. That was that was <laughs> that was rough. And made no wow, didn't good. even
2: try to hide it, right? You know, yeah. it was sort of a kind of a blatant. Yeah. That that bothers me to see all across. You know, and and it's different. Like if a guy wants to go to IMG and everything they offer, I understand that. But but to have schools like Grayson and like Roswell's done them to to the recruiting at the high school level, I don't like I don't like that. I don't like, like you said, guys no. put on for your county.
1: Kudos to a kid that stays in a program. You know, you know, it's easy to go, hey, we might not be very good next year. Let me, where can I go? And, you know, for a kid, to, whether they're going to be great or, or not so great, to stay with the, the guys they grew up playing with, and uh, it's great to see. And, and kudos to those kids that stick it out and stay in that program. Because at the end of the day, the college recruiting budgets are off the charts. So, they, they, they spend a lot of money to find kids that can help them win at the college level. So I don't care where you're at, if you're good enough, they will find. You. Yeah. Yeah. A right. hey, prime example, you can look at uh, Marietta High School, you know, having uh, a really good, potentially good quarterback, you know, his freshman year, Harrison Bailey, and then every year gives. A few more receivers. A few yeah, more Jermaine moves. Burton came <laughs> on up there,
2: right? Yeah, he's he's a gonna few few be more there. More move in in that district, so that's uh
1: that's definitely part of it. Is having good quarterback or you know good quarterback play somebody to distribute the ball, and it opens a lot of people's eyes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, guys, I, I think that's that's all the questions we have. Is there anybody? Is there anybody? We want to open it up. We can talk about if you guys, you know, Vaughn, I told you we have time at the end of the show. We can talk some Appalachian State football. Um, I, I think what you said, one of the best rivalries is Appalachian State, Michigan that's tied at one and one. <laughs> you'd, like to, you'd like to see that that rivalry renewed. Is it- I, I do, I do, I
1: do have, a, I have a trivia question for you, um, and you may have already seen this. So what is Appalachian State, Wisconsin, and Alabama football? Appalachian State, Wisconsin, Alabama football. What do they have in common? I
0: don't know. I don't. I don't know the answer to that one. All
1: right. Okay. The only they are the only three. The only three FCS schools over the last three years to win nine games and their bowl game.
2: Wow. Interesting. Is that is that how Lamb? Is he the head coach there? Or one that? of the Lambs at, at Appalachian, Appalachian State? State? Who am I thinking? That
1: was Taylor Lamb was the, the quarterback, he was their quarterback? Scott Satterfield the head coach.
2: Okay. I knew there was yeah, a lamb he, connection he
1: graduated. there. Uh, yeah, Taylor's graduated, um, so they'll have a, a new one, new new quarterback in a Scott Satterfield the head
2: Because we played them last year and I knew there was a lamb was the there was a lamb connected. Where was Hal Lamb at? Was he in Calhoun? I think he's he's, he's a still... Calhoun kid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that whole family, I know yep, they, Calvin. that's gotcha. So are, did you go to Appalachian state,
1: Appalachian state? state? Appalachian state from the late eighties all the way up till now, Appalachian state has always done a great job, whether it was Jerry Moore or Scott Satterfield of recruiting out of Georgia. I mean, I remember early, I was there in the early nineties and there were a ton, a ton of Georgia kids on that roster. So, and they, you know, it's a little tougher today with the, uh, you know, just the, the level of the kids coming out of Georgia, but they still do a good job recruiting down here.
0: Good. So, and just for Question for, for you, Art, uh, yes, sir. Go ahead.
1: So, in your opinion, who is the cream of the crop in the uh, the two top? You know, the seven A Georgia high school football and the six A Georgia high school football. Who who do you like? Who's who are the top?
0: Um, if, if we're going seven A, I um you've got a defending champion North Gwinnett and I haven't, I haven't finished my breakdown of, of, of seven and six, a yet. Um, I, I, I like, I actually like for the championship to come back, uh, come out of South Georgia. And I really think Colquitt County, uh, is primed for a championship run. Uh, one of the best things about seven, eight to me, seven, A, the, the Gwinnett schools. And then the, the, the four schools down in South Georgia, um, do a really good job of scheduling or cross scheduling uh, uh, some upper tier competition, um, and, and I would I would take that a step further. South I think South Georgia teams, whether it's two A, three A, four A, do a good job of, of cross scheduling, getting some good non non region play going on. Uh, I know it's probably easy to say Colquitt County, but I like the Packers uh, early this season and seven A, and it you know. But followed by the usual suspects, Grayson. I think Marietta will be in that conversation. I don't think um, that the Blue Devils are are there yet, but I think they're close. Six uh, A uh, Lee County. Uh, for those that, re- that recall, the the, the winner uh, Lee County played uh, um, Coffee in the state title game. Uh, I believe it was Coffee in the state title game. Um, at Lee County, because the games were snowed out at the Dome, it was a, a, a crazy atmosphere. They won the game, didn't didn't lead all game until overtime, won 28-21. Um, Coach Fabrizio gets his team the first state title, but they've got uh, some question marks coming back. Uh, a lot of talent off that roster going on to, to play at the collegiate level. Um, so you're, you're putting me on the spot in 6A. I, I'm probably going to catch a lot of guff from my friends at Sequoia. uh, uh and, and my neighbors in Creekview and, and friends at River Ridge, but I do not think the state champion will come out of Cherokee County this year. Um, I I like um, I'm ugh. I'm go, I'm going to have to be another county. I am going I'm I'm going to I'm I'm going to start in in a, another usual su- suspect Tucker. I expect Tucker to be in the final four uh, in six A. Um, coffee might give them fits, and that's I'm going to leave that there and uh, go ahead and take my lumps. Uh, I, I do not believe that Region Six will produce a state champion champion this year.
2: What do you think about the quarterbacks? Last year you yeah, had you had Trevor Lawrence, me. Justin Fields, Emory Jones, Jaron Williams, all those, and this year it doesn't. I mean, Harrison Bailey's a 2020 kid, but but where are the court, top quarterbacks in the state at? Mm. That's the end well, of all Well,
1: Georgia had the. Georgia had one and Georgia had one and two last year. I actually just read an article about this one the other day, and uh, you know, obviously with Trevor Lawrence and, and Justin Fields one and two in the country, and then that that those top spots have gone to other parts of the country this year. But for twenty twenty, like you said, you know, it does come back here with Harrison Bailey and and um, the the CJ Kid out at Grayson, the six four uh, quarterback mm-hmm. out at Grayson So you know, I think it's going to be that that quarterback trend. And and t- twenty nineteen supposedly across the country is a little bit of a down year at the quarterback position. But um, I think what you'll see is that come that that quarterback top five, top three come back to Georgia um, in 2020. 2020. Well, isn't the uh, Cartersville kid uh, you know, the, the guy who was the backup to Trevor? Was, yeah p Webb will be there. I don't know if he'll be all, you know, up where Trevor was, or, uh, but yeah, he'll be close. He's he's not far behind. You're right.
0: And and let's not forget, while he's probably not a, a, a uh, maybe not uh, five star quarterback, Knox Kadem at Rome has led his team to a state title, mm-hmm. uh, consecutive state titles. Now he's had a lot of help in, in guys like uh, Adam Anderson and uh, Griffins, and yeah, the, and the Griffins. And there's one at Florida State. One one's back for a senior year, so. Um, but there's a kid who's done nothing but win. Um, and we we would say mm-hmm. we would have said the same thing about Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields also. But, um, you know, yep. I, I want to make sure Rome is not disrespected. And there's also a a quarterback. And correct me if I'm wrong at over at Blessed Trinity locally. Uh, um, um, Smith is that his last name? And I'm I, I can't. Yeah, uh, Jake, Jake Smith.
1: X. The ex Blessed Trinity player Zach Calzada out at Lanier mm-hmm. um, for for Georgia twenty nineteen is is our top quarterback. He's headed to uh, Texas A and M for okay. Jimbo Fisher.
0: Mm-hmm. So so there is some talent, and that's well one of the things I it, it, it's and I think you guys hit on it that recruiting is so different nowadays. The budgets are are so inflated, and, and I don't want to say go as far as say bloated, but. The schools have enough money to find these kids. Yeah. Um, so, w- where you're talking about it, you know, maybe a, a kid would just go play at, uh, n- and no disrespect, at Reinhardt or Mercer uh, five years ago. Now he's playing at, you know, Miami of Ohio because Miami of Ohio can come down to get him. Um, that also opens it up the door for the next level kid at those other schools. So, there's there's a lot of talent in this state, and a lot of opportunities. And, um, there, you know, I think there's some, some, there's a lot of folks that are in it for the right reason to promote these kids and make sure they get to college. And ultimately, I know it's about playing ball and, and following a dream. But ultimately, getting that education paid for is is a premiere mm-hmm. because once again, once you get once you have that that education, nobody can take that away from you. And we and and hopefully you can put that to good use and be a productive member of society. Ultimately.
2: And they got You're more right. ways to, right. to for exposure for themselves with like huddle and 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 sending out your videos. You know, compared to ten years ago, even. If you wanted to to get coaches your tape, you'd have to put it together, send it out now it seems like it's so much easier for them to get their their highlights and out there and be seen and then all the camps you know all the camps right. that are being these days
0: so uh, but uh you know first practice is a uh, week a week from uh uh today I, I believe am i you can smell it yep um, you can smell it so uh it 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 should be exciting we're we're certainly looking forward to Obviously, we won't we won't cover high school football on the role players, um, but uh, the Turd Ferguson report we'll cover. And I know that uh, I've got a lot a lot of data to, to comb through <laughs> to comb through on that. I, I, I might, might have, have overextended yeah, himself a little bit. <laughs> might have bit off more than I can chew. Um, but uh, you know, it there are some uh, more to come. I know you guys put me on the spot in seven A and six A, but more to come with. With players coming out of there, um, guys. One last question. Let's bring it back to Cherokee County. If you guys can give us a few names to watch, or or for the listeners, that maybe somebody who just moved into the county, you know, is interested in, in in catching a game or two. What are some of the names, players' names that? And and we we want to. Just, we're not leaving anybody out or excluding anybody, but just off the top of your head, who 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 comes to mind in the county? I think
1: about Cade Raddam. Over at, uh, at Creekview. Uh, you know, this is his senior year, and I think it's his at least his third, if not his fourth year, running the ball for the Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, the, every, the, it's going to run through Cade at, at Creekview, and I mean, the kid's a monster. He can carry the ball 35 times a game, making spot on. Also, Andy Davis defensively over at Crete. Andy Davis, um, who will probably play a little bit of both sides of the ball this year because he's uh, athletic. He's he's a he's a true football player. Um, you know, you got Grant Mogul, Nikki, and, and I'll tell you a name. To uh, and he, he missed last year because of an injury. Um, Miles Garrett at at Cherokee is 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 somebody. And I, we saw it in the spring game against River Ridge. But, you know, he's about 160 pounds. But I'm telling you, he he, he makes uh, – for a 160-pounder, he makes a 300-400-pound difference uh, for Cherokee. So just remember the name Miles Garrett because I think them not having him last year was a blow to them. And obviously uh, the season kind of, you know, went uh, downhill. But um, having him back is going to be huge for them. So I, I would keep a, a, a an eye on that kid. But honestly, to me – if you look at Cherokee County, I think a couple of years ago it was kind of maybe even last year was like the, almost the year of the receiver. Um, this year is the year of to me, and uh, and I know Mickey and I've talked about it. It's the year of the offensive lineman. I mean, you've got some freaking studs out there in Cherokee County at the offensive line. Um, so keep an eye on those kids. Um, they will. Uh, they they've, they've, they're getting a lot of look. Um, and this is across the county. It's not just uh, any one school. Um, but, you know, it, it may be the year of the offensive lineman in Cherokee County.
0: We'll definitely be – sounds like Creepview's got a lot of names on that uh, on that watch list. So we will definitely be be uh, checking the, the Grizzlies out and their new head coach, Adam Carter. Uh, guys, I can't thank you enough for spending some time with us uh, on, the, on the show. Uh, once again, just want to follow up. If you're listening, if you can get out to Johnny's to come support, it's a great community event. The Cedarwood Tavern, Cherokee County Wing Eating Contest, all six high schools represented. Uh, you guys, like you said, you dropped off boxes at the high school field houses, so those players, hopefully, the players and those teams are are filling them up. River Ridge uh, defending their title, as you as you said. So we know Coach Wynn is 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 probably going to be beaming with pride when he when he shows up on uh, uh, next Thursday. Uh, the 26th, and that's, you said, at 7.30, correct?
1: 7 p.m. Okay. Show up at 7 p.m. The contest will probably start um, around 7.30 by the time they they, uh, the the eating takes place. But, hey, can I say one more thing? Because I did, um, I just want to give a Um, shout-out. I was able to drive, I don't know how many people have ever had the urge to or will in the future, but if you want to, start, say, start in the middle of the county and drive to every high school in one day, It's about 62 miles, and I was doing a little bit while I was there, and I spent some time with Tyler, so it was about 62 miles and three hours. But what I want to say, what I saw at every school, there was a recurring theme, and this theme adds to the atmosphere of Friday nights. Every school, the band was in the parking lot practicing in the heat, and I know they go for three, four hours of practice. So I'm going to give a shout-out to the bands because I don't think Friday nights uh, at any high school stadium uh, would be the same uh, without the atmosphere of that band. So kudos to the band folks out there that are busting their butts getting ready right now, too.
2: Absolutely. I actually hey, got didn't mention that.
1: Also, new turf. New turf all across all the fields this year. So uh, everybody's excited about that. Come on out and check out that new turf at the, at your local high school. Everybody getting new AstroTurf. Absolutely. There you I,
2: go. I was telling Art, I think last show we did, Because I I moved, I lived in Harmony on the Lakes for, for, uh, what, eight years? And so I would be able to hear the bands practicing in the evenings and it, that was the first sign that football's coming, you know, hear the drums, and I absolutely loved it. And I was telling him, man, I'm going to miss that this year. Cause I'm not right next to a high school, but that is the sweetest sound when you've been waiting through the dog days of summer and, and dragging and you get that first glimpse. That's the first thing you hear is the drums going and all oh, the bands out there practicing, you know, it's about, it's about
0: time to kick it off. And that's right. Once again, big shout out. Thanks to, uh, mickey eubanks and Von brown uh for joining us on the show
2: yeah appreciate it y'all. appreciate well, that their was, that invite was
0: and once again you can find them at cedarwood tavern on periscope and on twitter i guess that's it for our high school portion That that is it for our high school portion um and and probably it for our our show this week that's kind of yeah. all we got are you gonna
2: so. be getting up at 1 a.m to
0: watch the british open I am not going to be getting <laughs> up. <laughs> I might be up at 1 a.m. writing high school previews. Yeah. <laughs> high school previews. Oh, my gosh. Gotcha. But,
2: uh, <laughs> and SCC Media, I guess we can cover that next time. Not, not Nothing was really said, but SEC Media Days and Swing here in Atlanta with a very lame atmosphere, I think,
0: compared to, uh, to Hoover. Yeah, it's, it's just not, not the same. No, it's uh, not. But, uh, in any event, uh, well, I, you know, there is a, I thought, funny story. A, a reporter asked Kirby Smart. Yeah, uh, I heard hey, that. Hey, uh, with those three great quarterbacks you got in your in your huddle, you know, how do you how – do how yeah. that got to be real cool? Have like, you
2: seen a, Eason, Fromm, and Fields? Have you had a room – have you ever seen a room like that? And Kirby was nice. How did he, he was look? like, well, yeah, if we had the, all three of those guys, that would be nice. But, you know, Eason's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some guess Saban probably would have, you know, run out there and strangled the guy. But uh, it's funny things
0: you hear from reporters that should know. <laughs> yes, right. Do a little, little bit of research, right? Yeah. Anyhow, um, I guess that's all we got. That's, I think that's it, and that's all. Well, thanks once again, thanks for Cedarwood Tavern. You guys, high school football right around the corner. For games, uh, scrimmages, uh, the week of uh, August 10th, and then the first games, uh, August 17th. A couple of county teams kick off a week later. Um, you guys make sure you go out and, and support them, and if you can get out to Johnny's Pizza and Hickory Flat, uh, and make an appearance. Yes. Yeah. no wild card today, just just football, man.
2: Yeah, support your local football. Yeah, man. Hey, hey,
0: we're the Role Players. You can find Wrap us. It up. You can find us on Twitter mm-hmm. at the Role Players One. You can also find us iTunes. And uh, we will also post this on SoundCloud, although we are not SoundCloud no, artists. We're. No, we're not. Never
2: have been, never will be. Never will be.
0: Uh, as always, our opinions don't matter. But you should listen to us anyways. Thanks a lot, guys. That's I'm... Arthur Mosley. Yes, and I am Arthur Mosley. He is. Daniel Allen. We are.
2: The Role Players. Thanks again, guys. Have a great week.